0: Welcome to Finding the More Ministries. In our summer podcast series, we will explore being a friend like Jesus. Each week, we will look at an example Jesus gave us as he demonstrated how he loved others. This series should challenge us all to be a friend like Jesus. And now for today's word. On this episode of A Friend Like Jesus, we're going to learn how Jesus was the friend who restored. And as we start to talk about Jesus being a friend who restored, I want you to think about and ponder, is there anyone in your life that you might think has gone too far? That that person is beyond restoration. Have you ever had trouble believing that someone was actually changed? That that God had actually restored that person? And then next we have to realize that there is only one who can not only change our lives but make us a new creation can change us into a new creature to restore us back to who we were designed to be and that's Jesus in his second Corinthians 5 and 17 it says therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creature old things are passed away and behold all things are become new and when you look at that verse i don't know about you but it says any any man if there's anyone who is in christ so that says it's not limited to certain people or certain classes but any man who is in christ is a new creature behold our old things will pass away and behold all things become new it doesn't say some things or the things that we want. It says all things become new. Jesus is the only friend who can restore us. And not to restore us to who we want to be, but he restores us to who we were designed to be from the foundation of the world when he knew who he created us to be in the future. And we think about this and as, as I pondered Him being a friend who restores. It made me start thinking of those first questions that I've asked. Is there people in our lives that we look at and we think, there's just no way Jesus could save that person? And may I also say, we might be that person. We might be the one saying, I've done things you have no idea of. And I just don't think I'm too far gone. Christ could never save me. But that's not true. Jesus died for everyone. He says any man. He died for the world. So any man who accepts Christ as Lord and Savior can be restored to a new creation. And that's exciting. And we learn how Jesus restored people time and time again throughout Scripture. If we just look at Matthew 8, 28-33, it talks about Jesus coming across going to a country of the Gurgitians and there he met two possessed devils that were coming out of the tombs. And, And in Matthew he describes them as exceeding fierce so that no man might pass that way. So these two men were possessed with devils and they were exceeding fierce. No one went by that way. But Jesus comes upon this man and he casts these devils out. And he says, Jesus said unto them, Go, and when they were come out, they went into a herd of swine. So he cast the devils out. So Jesus is someone who can restore those who are possessed. In Matthew 12, 22 through 23, it talks about the blind, mute man. And it says, Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb. And he healed him, insomuch that the blind and the dumb both spake, Saul and all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? You see, he restored this man not only spiritually, but he also restored his sight and he restored his speech, he made him new again. And then in Matthew 17 14 through 20, we learn of a man who falls before Jesus and he says, Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is a lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. See, his son was possessed. And they would take and cast him into the fire. And they would take him out into the water and try to drown him. And they were always just taking upon this young man. And his father says, Lord, I need your help. And then we learn that Jesus then says, And Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him and the child was cured from that very hour see jesus is a friend who restores he restores people he restores them back not only spiritually but in a physical manner and when god restores us and we begin to have the changes on the inside they will be reflected on the outside of our bodies in Luke 6, 18 and 19, it talks about how the vexed and the sick and those with unclean spirits were just brought and they were just striving for our healing and the whole multitude sought just to simply touch him so that they could be restored, so that they could be healed. And each week we've kind of brought out one specific person and so while Jesus touched and restored many people throughout scripture, John even tells us just the mere acts of Christ are in those last three and a half years of his life are so many that the world cannot contain the books if they were all written down. But we're going to look at Mary called Magdalene. See, we're going to look at Mary because Mary had seven devils when Christ found her and he cast them out of her. And he loved her and he restored her back to who she was designed to be. He cast the devils out. And because he loved Mary much, Mary loved him back. And she demonstrates that. Because not only does he cleanse her, but she also then follows him. She goes on mission with him and she stays with him, and she learns from him, and she ministers to the people around him. And in Luke 8, 1-2, it says, And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. So it tells us here, not only did the twelve disciples stay with him, But Mary and other women who had been healed and changed by Jesus went on mission with him and stayed with him as he went to the different cities and taught and preached and healed and restored. And we learned that Mary stayed with him on this mission because he had changed her life. He had restored her. And where else do we find Mary in the gospels? We see that Mary stayed with him through the death and the burial and the resurrection. When they came and took Jesus, the disciples fled. They scattered in fear. But we see that Mary and some of the other women and a few of the disciples, they stayed. They stayed with him. They watched through the whole account. They didn't leave. She even stayed to the point where when he was placed in the tomb to see where he had been laid. And in Mary displaying her love back to Jesus because of the restoration he did in her life, she was also blessed. Because we learn in John 20, 14 through 18, it says, And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir... If thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself, and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. And Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, and to my God, and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Mary got the privilege to be the first to see Jesus after the resurrection. She got the privilege to go and tell the disciples he is alive. She has seen him and he is back. That was a great privilege, and I believe that that comes from the fact that God had restored her from so much when he cast those seven devils out of her, the great love that he displayed upon her in her restoration, she then wanted to pour back out onto him, her savior. because she was faithful and because she wanted to help others to be restored and went on mission with Christ she got the privilege to be able to see him first after the resurrection to be able to go and share and in that she was also able to restore hope and joy to the disciples at the resurrection of Christ we too can be a friend like Jesus. We too can help to restore others. And you say, well, I'm not Christ. I can't restore. No, we can't restore and you know, we can't cleanse their spirits. We can't save them, but we can help them on the way. We can help them on the journey. You get saved and you're restored. But now what do you do? How do you grow in Christ? How do you learn these things? We need people to come alongside us, to help us, to teach us, to show us, to encourage us, to walk with us. We're not designed to walk alone. Even when Christ sent out the disciples, he sent them out in twos. Because he never designed for us to do this alone. And we can help to restore others by helping show the way. By living it before them, by walking beside them and encouraging on this journey. We talked earlier in this series about Lazarus, Mary and Martha, and how Jesus did not restore Lazarus in his sickness, but he brought him back from from the dead, how he demonstrated compassion on them in that manner. But also when he raised Lazarus, it tells us in John 11, 43-44, it says, And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound, hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto them, Loose him, and let him go. Now when Jesus restored life back to Lazarus, and he came out of the grave, he says he was still bound in grave clothes. And he told the people to go and loose him. And that's where I think we help to restore others. There are some people in our lives that we don't believe. We're not helping to restore them. We have that same thing like we talked about at the beginning that I asked you to ponder. We have that, well, I don't know if they really got saved and I'm not sure that's true, but who are we to make those decisions? What if we came alongside them? rather than sitting back and waiting to see if they're going to fall again, to see if they'll go back to it, to see if it's real, what if we came alongside them and we helped them to be restored to who Christ designed them to be? We walked the walk with them. I feel like many times people fall back to the wayside because people are just stepping back going, I don't think that's real, they couldn't be restored, rather than stepping up and coming alongside them and helping them. The people had to go to Lazarus and take the great clothes off. Since he was bound hand and foot, and his face was bound about with a napkin, and Jesus told the people to go take that off. Jesus was capable, if he wanted to, when he raised Lazarus from the dead, that it would have just all fell off, and he would have walked out of the tomb without the grave clothes. But that's not what he did. He brought Lazarus back to life. He restored life to him. But then he told the people to go take out the grave clothes. God restores the soul. God restores our lives. He brings us back. But then He asks us to come alongside and help them. He asks us to be a friend that restores. We need one another. And we need to learn how to be a friend like Jesus and to restore one another rather than tear one another down, rather than waiting for someone to fall, rather than anticipating that they won't make it. What if we came alongside and helped them in their restoration to get to where Jesus designed them to be by teaching, by encouraging, through fellowship and love and compassion and all the things that Jesus demonstrates as a friend to us. We were the same way back to others. So I challenge you this week. I challenge you with those first few questions. Is there someone that you thought has gone too far? Is there someone that maybe God has restored, but you're failing to accept that restoration? Pray on it, ponder it, and ask Jesus, how can I be a friend that restores? The Finding the More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or on any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.